Dreisaitl is sneakily one of the, like, he's like just below Kachuk in my books of like dirty players. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, oh yeah. It's this is LA Kings Fan Talk with your boys, Rodney, Rob, Darren, and Joe. Alright, alright, alright. Let's talk some Kings hockey. Where do you want to start today, boys? I want to start with, uh, I didn't know that um, apparently the Kings are building a facility in Mammoth. Did you know that, Rodney? They're building a, it's a definitely an ice rink. We said it was an LA Kings facility, so I don't know why they would um, build a training facility up there, but I Googled it, nothing showed up, so you heard it here first. How about a little non-Kings talk here? Just, just you know, because they're on national TV, they're on TNT tonight, and so just thumbing through the channels and watching some games, and I just find it laughable that the Kings are in second place behind the best team in hockey, the Golden Knights, right? Second, and everything is just fuel to to dry side old mcdavid i get it they're they're great there's just not a whole lot of respect still and i'm still laughing at the hot takes at the beginning of the season ottawa senators will make the playoffs the buffalo sabers will make and they were playing today they're both buffalo's three games below 500 ottawa's three games below five i mean they're just terrible and and they just sell if you're on the East Coast, oh, it's great hockey. If you're on the West Coast, it's got to be a Western Canada team, you know, Flames, Edmonton. And it's it's just it's just crap. Well, we never get respect. We're Rodney Dangerfield. And I, I mean, I, so I, I watched the Canadian broadcast, um, um, not necessarily by choice. They put it on the American one, and the um, service that I use, uh, the stream was not very. Um, good. So I ended up on the Canadian one. I usually watch Canadian ones, anyways. But I mean, they had only had a Canadian slant. Like, start. You know, I didn't really think that Edler hit was that that bad. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm ignorant. Didn't really see intent there. But he has a reputation for that. So I'll take take them at their word. But other than that, like, I mean, they were fairly complimentary towards the Kings. Uh, so. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess maybe on American broadcast, I, I, I don't know, uh, but complimentary during a broadcast um, is one thing I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking, where is the, Hey guys, the Kings made the playoffs last year. Guess what? They're in a playoff spot this year. Guess what? They're a pretty good team. Well, no, that's the, like, again, going back to what I watched, the Canadian thing, they were just talking about like, yeah, they fought a hard series and stuff. I'm like, to me, I thought they were making a big deal out of a first round series, but it was a good series for sure. Um, and I guess they're looking at it from the uh, microscope of it being a Canadian team, but, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, for the three years where the Kings were pretty dominant, where they won the two cups or whatever. You know, the media got on board. I don't know. It doesn't bother me, I guess. Like, nothing I, ever bothers you, Joe. You're a nice well, guy. You're, you're sweet. I mean, it, it nice would bother guy. me, like, like if the Kings were some, like, dominant team or something, which they aren't. Like, they're, you know, they're all obviously on the, the, 
the uh, uh, hopefully on the upswing, whatever. Um, Joe's like the the Matt Roy of our show, you know, just even keel, nothing bothers him, just does his job. Oh, I mean, I'm not just not as emotionally invested in this crap. Once the Kings won the cup, not one but two times. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of those two are like they they want to they want the new hotness. You know what I mean? Like those both those teams made, yeah, uh, you know. Ottawa made us some splashy acquisitions and Buffalo made a lot of like trades and pickups and stuff like, like that, like through the drafts. So they're, they're trying to get on board early with those, you know, new hotness teams. And uh, you guys can make excuses all you want. I'm, I'm just telling you from my fan perspective, I, I like to hear things about my favorite team. We never get to hear things about my favorite team. So what do we do? We get on, and we talk about our favorite team. I guess this is the whole reason why we do it, right? It's because we just don't get enough people talking about the Kings. So, well, I'm just curious that Rodney and Darren excited to watch the same broadcast. You. Was your perspective of that that they weren't uh, throwing compliments to the Kings way that they should have? Or? It was just 75 percent uh, Mcmcdavid dry saddle coverage. In fact, yeah. uh, then, uh, there the is, so, so normally when, it, when a team goes blocks. on a power play, uh, and this is on TNT, right? So normally when a team goes on a power play, they'll throw like these little, the names on top of the players' heads, right? Well, when they did it for the Oilers, they only put it over McDavid and Saddle's head. Like the other Oilers didn't even exist. So that's, I've never seen that before. Yeah, I mean, who cares about that crap? I mean, look, it's, it's national TV. They're trying to appeal to a broader audience and, you know, I guess uh, Americans are too stupid to to try and keep track of ten players' names on the ice, rather than just the two that matter or should matter. I, I don't know. Um, Let's go back to the Edler hit. Was it yeah. dirty, dirty or not dirty, Darren? I thought it was. I thought it was unfortunately timed. Like he kind of spun off of Anderson Dolan. Like he he hit him. It's probably like I think what was called was right. And then I think they should have given more to to nurse for instigating and all that kind of stuff. Like, just stupid. But that's two right. different things. I think. What are you What are you talking about? I'm just talking about the, Edler, the, right? the, the knee itself. Oh. Was that a dirty yeah, yeah. hit? I don't. Or... I don't think he was intending it for it to be like a dirty hit. I think he he had lined up a hit, and then when he spun off, it kind of threw him into a bad spot. Yeah, so on, on the Canadian broadcast, I don't know what they said in the American one. They they were saying Edler is a history of doing this, which I'm not aware of. Um, we'll take, again, take them at their word, but um, their line of, of, of commentary from multiple people is that accidentally on purpose sort of stuff. Um, and I didn't see that. I saw him make a quick move, get he was in between two players and it looked to me like he was trying to drive his shoulder into his chest and he, and he moved over. Now. Yeah. I mean, um, he obviously hit his leg and didn't really look that bad. It looked like he hit the inside of his leg. Like it wasn't like he just completely cleared his knee out or anything like that. And so I don't know. What do you uh, see, see, see much worse. Um, I have him. I have him stopping. I have him trying to collide with him but as he's coming to a stop he didn't try to drive through him he didn't try and i i don't see him trying to skate his knee through mcdavid's knee he saw him it, he saw him tangled up with another guy he was engaged with someone else 
Well, he's leaning forward too. It's right. like he's coming forward like that. Like right. so. So, but the the collision when it happened, it, he was almost at a. He was almost already stopped when they actually finally made contact. Yeah, so, it looks like one of those plays that happens a lot, where it's like the guy was invested in making a hit, and the point of contact shifted just a little bit, and his body shifted, and like they call that a knee now, and it's kind of, I don't know. So on but, all, on, if you look all over Twitter you'll see the little video clip of what happened and it's from the side and it, it looks like a, it looks like a knee, but only one time on TNT, they showed the close up view from directly behind, uh, of Edler. And he actually never, he never moves his knee out. His knee just keeps going straight. And I don't know why they don't show yeah. that one. I think I know why they don't show that one. Cause they want it to be all about McDavid, but, but it didn't look dirty at all. If you look at that, it shouldn't even be a penalty if you if they show that replay, but they keep showing the one from the side, which which does look like a knee from the side. But. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's definitely a trip. Like it, you know, it's definitely a penalty. Like it would knee, whatever, all that stuff, whatever. The guy didn't get hurt. It, it was not. So yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't like obvious or or you know egregious or you know whatever word you want to use, but. Um, and they all they all got worked up over it. Like I mean, that's the Canadian broadcast is talking about. And, oh, they're all fired up now, and you know they're all going after him. And you know, the, I guess the for, from our perspective as Kings fans, the Kings won the game. So like, yeah, that was it's good to see that they're definitely <laughs> the third I mean, was was yeah. If you think about it, it directly led to us winning the game because McDavid was pissed, took a penalty, and we scored seconds after a power play. Like, yeah, I mean, potentially. I mean, I don't know. I think maybe even that's maybe. I don't know. I, who knows? I mean, he had what he had. He did have an assist on on their only goal, so he did have a point, right? But no, he was zero. But, oh, okay, I thought he made the pass on that first on their goal, but whatever. Um, but he was like, from most of the times I've seen the Kings play against him. Not is uh, I, I wouldn't say like he wasn't uh, uh, you know notice about he did, but I don't remember any like McDavid uh, plays that he made you know tonight. Like he looked like he's pretty much the one that was close you don't was you that, don't remember him you don't remember hit. him cross checking a senior citizen in the back. You don't remember him high sticking to know in the face. Oh come on, a <laughs> <laughs> senior citizen. But, I mean, look, I mean, yeah, I guess that's to Darren's point. I mean, like, he went went after that stupid little play. Like, that's 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 one of those dumb things that cost your team games. Like, granted, the Kings don't have a great power play still. Um, that was one thing they were harping on on the Canadian broadcast is how, how much uh, penalty or power play time the Kings have had and, um, versus Edmonton and, yeah. Speaking of Canadians, um, I'm very disappointed in Oiler Nation Twitter. You should have seen just the crying and the what were they what were they saying on there? They were saying things like uh Edler should get at the minimum a five game suspension, intent to injure manslaughter. They're just going absolutely insane. Um and they were talking about how the league is biased. And they're trying to protect players like Edler instead of protecting superstars like McDavid. That's what that's kind of stuff they're saying. I had to shut it off after a while. 
They were, they were, they were, they were trying to stuff. compete. With, they were trying to compete with like Maple Leaf and Vancouver fans. I couldn't believe it. All those people that say that stuff—they're all Darren's age. They're all guys that that just pussify the game, and it's whatever. Yeah, we had some really good. Uh... Darren, don't take that from him. <laughs> I think, I think he thinks I'm younger than I actually am. Is the thing. <laughs> Well, you, you definitely aged uh, not in a bad way. Like uh, you were always a baby face, but you're yeah, yeah. you're looking like an adult now. So yeah. the scruffy the scruffiness yeah. helps. Yeah, yeah. You okay. look like That's... you're a Kapari's age, maybe. Yeah, right. Speaking <laughs> of Kapari, that was a nasty spill he took in the boards. When you saw that in slow mo, the way his neck and the back of his he, head hit the boards. I'm telling you, I said it last the last podcast we had. I'm gonna double down on it. Especially after he got hit and he looked a little like dazed, he looks like Leo DiCaprio in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah, you did say that. Just oh, yeah, he, he. He probably talks like that now too. After that, yeah, probably that was that was pretty. That that was sad to see. I'm glad he he seemed to be okay afterwards. He did. Yeah, he <laughs> you, played again. So. Darren, you you noticed this stuff, uh, Blake Lazat after that. Turnover was his ice time significantly cut. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember I don't seeing him a third. I don't remember seeing yeah. him the last ten minutes for sure. I don't I, think it was significant, but I think we went into like a not a prevent defense, but we we shortened our bench for sure. I, I think we cut out. He was, the third he was out the there. Time. I mean, he's definitely out there in the second, but I'm pretty sure he was out there in the third too. I mean, no. but he, dude, I was going to text and then you guys and just like. That was awful. It might be one of his worst, well, it, most egregious things. Yeah, but what's funny is I, th I think he's the type of kid that's going to sit there and go, oops, and then not do it again. You know, I don't see him as a repeat offender like someone else on the team. Uh, <laughs> Jersey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. It, I, yeah, it was still clearly a brain fart for sure. I mean, just watching it, like, he had it easily. He could have sent it pretty much anywhere else on the ice. That would have like been less <laughs> hazardous. But like flinging it backhand, it was a backhand, right or no? Yeah, he it, backhanded that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like like up the middle. Like when there's nobody really. I think there's somebody there, like on the far uh, point or whatever. But like, like even if the even if that person there was nobody an oiler between him and the person he was passing to, it still would have been a horrible pass. Like, so, yeah, but whatever. doesn't matter at the end of the day. Uh, um, yeah. Kings win. Kings win. Woo! Yeah. So, Rod, I know we, we, we've been – every time we do these post-game ones, we, we end up talking a lot about just the most recent game, but, you know – Calgary. <laughs> it's been it's been another six games again. We're what are we seven two and one the last ten games? Oh I mean God. overall, I think we're doing pretty damn good. We're on a, we're on a little swing. Yeah, no, we're seven seven two and two in the last ten games. <laughs> for, for the Kings to <laughs> remember, remember what I did that? <laughs> <laughs> for the Kings to sweep at home. Four games in a row. That does not happen too much. Yeah, They're notoriously nice. a better a better road team. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think we got to talk about it either, too, because the last podcast we were kind of disjointed a little bit. And we didn't talk about the upcoming games. But I was going to say, yeah, 
we needed to win three or four out of those because this this stretch where it's like Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, Seattle, like that's a it's not an easy stretch, you know. And well, we'll talk about that place. when we wind up the the podcast again of our upcoming schedule. Yeah. Let, well, uh, before we go off this game, before we go off this game, let's go really quick. Another Oilers Nation tweet was, man, if we had Skinner in the playoffs as our goalie last year, we would have easily won in five games. That was the tweet. <laughs> I think I think I think we I think everyone saw the importance of Drew Doughty against a team like Edmonton. Right. He got you under his skin. And just well, he he skates with them. Yeah. You it's it's amazing. he well, you brought you brought it up. He's twenty six and a half minutes a game. That's sickening. The the next the next closest is who who uh, his partner Anderson. Yeah, twenty one minutes. Yeah, and he's not a spring chicken anymore. He's closer yeah, to so, our age, Rob. I mean, he he's playing five whole more minutes than anyone else on the team. He's logging the minutes, and this is something that's uh, that's changed i hope it i hope it doesn't become the trend but kopitar's back over 20 minutes a game again yeah i hope that doesn't become a trend and i hope they don't go back to the first power play unit playing a minute and 20 seconds again i was like it was, it was so good earlier this season when they were coming off the ice with like 45 you don't want the jersey kelly unit on the ice for more time i do that's our power play one so you, yeah, in our right. eyes, right? I'm talking about <laughs> coach's eyes, not our eyes, but yes. No, okay. Well, we don't have a power play one. It's the Kopitar unit and the Deneau unit now. Right. They don't they don't specify it as one and two, allegedly. He, I got the ult- I have the ultimate line for for myself, Rob and Joe. It's it's Velarde, Kaliev, and Grunstrom on the same line. And then for Darren, it's like two jerseys on defense behind those and that would be the <laughs> ultimate line for us <laughs> well, I think, yeah, listen that line would score a bunch of goals and let in a bunch of goals so i think that I, honestly i think that uh they should bump cali off up like problem is like you can't put them on the on the top two lines uh, th- those are pretty much set i mean maybe you can you can put them in vlardy's spot and then bump vlardy down to um back down to where he was or sorry he was on the was he he was on the third line yeah okay. whatever the yeah so you could swap swap those two out I do think like Grunstrom like at this point does belong on the fourth line uh, I'm willing to concede that Kaliev definitely deserves more time um, yeah he only got seven today um I like Kapari I like the way like I like the way he skates I really really do and um but if Byfield gets healthy for third line. You got Fiala, Byfield, and and Kaliev, and if that can grow and mature, and that'd be nice. That's a lot. That's a lot of skill. It's some really good size out there with with our center, and Kaliev's a big boy. Yeah, it just and then just everything that Fiala can do and brings to the table with his skill, with his skill set, and he's he's kind of nasty too. So, so I wouldn't mind seeing that as a third line. It's a, it's a solid third line. All right. Also on this game tonight, do, do we give it up for Cal Peterson? Did he finally have a good game? Or do we yeah, give it up I, for the Kings blocking 500,000? Come on, Rob. Come no on. Way. He, he, played, he, he played well enough to win. He didn't, have to, he didn't have to win the game for the team, but 
He deserves credit. Like, okay, know, he, he deserves credit. Huge, he didn't, didn't, didn't make any huge saves. I don't know. No, not really. Like, a couple of, uh, you know, there's one at the end where he came all the way across the other side of the net where Dreisaitl was going to backhand it in. So, yeah, at least give him a little credit there. Uh, does, does, no, well, whatever. I mean, yeah, bar set low, obviously. He's made his bed, but. <laughs> Here, here's, here's why I say no, Joe. Um, the whole focus of the TNT broadcast that you didn't watch. Um, block shots. Block shots, block yeah, shots, block shots. Non-stop block shots. And and it's rightfully so. I mean, there was a conscious effort out there by the entire team to get in lanes. Uh, here's what scares me, Joe. And uh, I hope it happens again. I, I don't hope it happens again, but I'm sure it will. Puck gets behind the net. He gets lost. There's no other way I can explain it. He's lost. And there's a, two particular times in today's game where I saw it. he's looking to the right and the puck is almost in the slot to the left. And it's like, oh my God. He's he just and he's real slow when his head's on a swivel. It's not on a swivel, it's on a <laughs> you know. And and it just it scares me. That's all. Yeah, and, no, I'm not I'm not saying like yeah, I'm just saying that he deserves credit for for you know the if, whole team in there. And yeah, he had a little protection. But he made saves. He didn't let he didn't let in softies in. True, so, and and yeah, right. No, you know, bar set low, right? Yes, but, but he didn't, he didn't do that. How would you like that type of effort in front of Quick? Well, Quick does get that effort too, and he has gotten it through his whole career. I mean, the team, yeah. you know, the teams he when he won the Stanley Cup, like he, that's why he's never had a high save percentage because he's you know the, the Kings are never facing high volume shots for him yeah. to really see it, but he makes us. He makes the saves when it counts, which I just thought it was a real good effort. Defensively by by the skaters. I just thought it was our best. I thought it was our best defensive effort of the season. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it was it is nice to see the game not just turn into a a trading chances. Yeah. Yeah. I thought until the third period, I mean the first two periods, I think the Kings were very calm. Uh you know, waited for their opportunities and capitalized on them. Uh, or you know a few few of them, um, and, and limited really Edmonton chances. And that's what won them the game. The third period, I mean, they're I don't want to say they're getting shelled, but they're definitely just playing to win. <laughs> you know, yeah. Rod, we're, it was blue line, red line, dump it. Were you as scared as I was, Rodney, that Fiala was going to just take an absolute dumb penalty in the third, and then in comes the power play goal. Forearmed. Over the over the course of the last five or six games, he's he's five or six games he's really stopped doing that. So I wasn't worried about that. I was, was worried. One. I was here's what I was worried about: us not scoring an empty net goal again because we're like yeah. the worst empty net goal scoring team there is. But <laughs> but it was good to see Trevor Moore get the hat trick. Give it up for Thousand Oaks. Yeah, yeah. So cow. Um. Yeah. Fiala is is. Uh, as advertised, we all agree he's worth every penny he's getting paid. And he's like the only guy on the ice besides Kopitar where, like, oh, he's not going to make some stupid turnover. And he makes some risky plays too, but just so confident with the puck. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So shifty. He's well, so. Going shifty. through the, the, the YouTube algorithm, but he, uh, he chubs me up when he's doing that. I'm like, it just. So much confidence, like it's awesome to watch.
We're 19 games in. Let's say there's no injuries for the Kings this year. Who's going to finish the season as the point leader on the Kings? Who do you say, Joe? I would, I would guess Fiala. Uh, I mean, that's the easy pick. But... Darren, you think Kopitar is going to yeah. hold on to his title? No, I think it's going to be Fiala, too. I mean, he's leading right now, and I mean, he's giving the power play time. And like Joe said, he creates the offense for himself. I mean, so. You got a different answer, Rob? Or you going to? I would like for it to be a Velarde or or Fialis, sure. Um, That means if one of those two guys are leading the team, that means I think we're absolutely making the playoffs. But realistically, I I think Kopitar is going to. He'll he'll just swallow him up. If he's gonna be playing twenty minutes a night, he's gonna he'll he'll and it'll be a close race though. It'll be a close race. I wanted that first one he he tucked below the goalie. Oh my god, uh, it got it got through just wide. It did. Yeah. Old, uh, oh I know I was still, Yeah, I was still bummed out. Uh two two breakaways for him and he uh, got this. The second one he was gassed. I think that's he, why he just Well no, he it, he he rammed into the boards. That's when the Wheeler player fell behind the net uh, full speed, and then Kopitar, like 30 seconds or whatever it was later, same thing. Just I don't know if there was something on that side of the ice that caused him to lose their edge or whatever. But do you, you know, well, I think it was at the end of his shift, that second breakaway is what I'm saying. And I think he was a little... Well, but he also so. ran into the boards like, like yeah. full speed. Yeah, I, yeah. just before that. Dreisaitl is... Sneakily, one of the like, he's like just below Kachuk in my books of like dirty players. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, oh yeah. It's, so, so it's it's not, the, that's not sneaky. That's he's the, the fact that he shot a stick at someone after their goal, and it's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, he's no, that he, kind he, of stuff he, is. Just, he, I don't want to get get our stuff censored. He's chicken poop for sure. Um. Good player, but yeah. He's... Did you guys catch that shift with him and Arvinson going back and forth the entire yep. shift? Yep. I thought for Arvinson being like half his size, he he held up pretty good. Laughed yep. it off. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what made me mad. Dowdy laugh, 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 and then they scored oh, that, right yeah. after he laughed. Yeah, speaking yeah. of laugh, but no, oh, well. He, he like, laughed hey, and took himself out of position. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, freaking All right. Calgary. Calgary. Yeah. No matter what they do, they cannot get me to dislike Daryl Sutter. Will never happen. Anyway, what do you guys think about the Calgary game? I mean, it's, it's probably good. one of our worst games of the year, right? I mean, just we See, we like, came back and made it close, but I think we did everything well except defense. We did okay on offense, yeah. and our even though we had a bunch of goals scored against us, quick actually was playing really good. Made a lot of a lot of big saves. I think half the team uh, through half of the game in different parts had to take a shit. <laughs> I, see you, I see what you did there, Coach Setter. Yeah, it was it was ugly. But they, you know, that's the thing. The Kings have played how how many games like this so far this season where it's just been back and forth. I, I just wish Kopitar would have put that one in at the end and tied it up. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, I you, jumped you out of the seat up, on that one. You're bringing up Kopitar, and I I I want to say I might be 
the biggest Kopitar fan out of the four of us. So, oh my God, how many chances has he had? Just say in the last five games that he is not putting away. Right. Oh my God, and this and that's what makes it. That's what gives the the Kopitar haters a little bit of, you know. All right. Who is a Kopitar hater? He's talking about Al- Al- Joe. Al- you're you're smarter than me. That's why, because you you won't get into the Twitter stuff. Um, I need to get off. I need to just stay away from it. I, I agree with you. But I'm telling you, there's people out there that actually think Kopitar is old, slow, done. He shouldn't be our, our number one center. He's a, a, there's And they're literally serious about the whole thing. It's not a troll. They're not trying to get – they think that. Well, there's some truth to that, those statements you said, but not in that context. He's – not as young as he was so yeah i do think he's a little bit slower um and he should be playing less minutes so first line second line whatever however you want to phrase it i think we all agree that he should be playing less minutes you know which i think is why the the thing that right now that's great is when he put fiala on the third line or whatever um Look at where all the scoring is coming from. It's coming from three lines. This is this is awesome. Just got to figure out how to stop the puck uh, going in our own net, um, which, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it, he, I think he d- deserves some criticism, but it's not just him. It's, you know, uh, yeah, whatever. Before you got to, back, back to Kopitar, on. though, like, right. yeah, it's, that's nonsense. Nonsense. I mean, there's at least half the teams in the league would probably take him as their first line center right now at his age. Thank you, Joe. That's what this is why we have this podcast so people can hear that statement right there. Yeah. I mean, but I agree with it. But I mean, like, there is criticism. Like, I I do think, like, you know, when he's playing a a minute and a half on on the power play, like, to start it off and he's standing there, you know, looking just to to push push the puck around the perimeter and stuff you see where the king's power play has been successful this year it's been where people are moving around and right. there's that short pass whatever and the thing is with him too he's like he's able to control the puck like he can take a take a check and 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 push the puck off to somebody else yeah. instead of just standing um, there because if he stands there and waits for the second or third option even if he gets that pass through, it's not even a good option at that point. It has to be, you know, whatever. I'll let you talk. I, I actually wouldn't mind seeing him not on, on the special teams to cut his minutes. That's not going to happen. But, yeah, I mean, just cut, cut, cut the cut the time down. And, and maybe start the Deneau line out. If you're talking about power play, start them out first until they run See, out of gas. And then what, put- what I'm saying is because on the power play, He's gotten to a point. I don't know why it's happened. I don't know if he doesn't believe in himself or if he thinks passing is the better option. But when he's, especially on the power play, when he's got the puck, he's not an option. They're trying to do this stupid seam pass from from circle to circle that hasn't worked yet. Well, it has worked, but yeah, it's it. You can't be a one trick pony. Right. But he. But unless he starts shooting. It, it it's just stale the the yeah. it's the the power play is just real stale 
I just think he either needs to start shooting or just put someone else out there. Yeah, or, or put him in front of the net and have somebody else quarterback it. I think they did yeah, I that. Mean, I mean, put Velarde. Try something Velarde different. Yeah. Just try something different. Uh, you, you keep doing the same stuff, yes. Uh, I think we're pretty much all in agreement on You that. know what's crazy is our power plays better than it was last year. Oh, by far. That's how bad it no, was last year. It's not, yeah. And it's still, it started, it still it started off good. It started off good. I think that's kind of, I mean, I don't know. Go we'll defer to Darren, uh, stats guy, but I, I would not following the stuff, but I guarantee you our percentage is weighted towards the first probably 10 games of the season. Yeah, there. definitely. And, I, remember, and, I remember after the first few games, Joe was like sending out tweets saying, I haven't seen the power play look this good in years. Yeah. So I don't know if I've ever seen the Kings power play look good, but yeah. <laughs> Joe's done with, with Jed, huh? What's that? You're done with Jed. I think we have too much depth. I don't. I don't think. I don't see any place for him in the lineup. He uh, could be. He could be Michael Amadio, right, and go be the fourth line center for some other team. I think Blake Lazat is a great fourth line center. Um, I think he's, I'll go as far as to say, I think Blake Lazat has Stanley Cup caliber fourth line center nice. potential. I love it. Nice. I'm serious. I'm not yeah. even about that. Hey, Lazat, Grunstrom, and Lemieux is formidable. Well, I, I think they can. I, I think they can do a good job at what a fourth line is. He's everything that you want out of a fourth line center. So, Joe, if you're serious about the Lazat thing, then you would actually want Lemieux in the lineup because he's the only guy that's going to let Liz- Lazat survive I, the year. I, by I don't have a problem with Lemieux at all. I just, when people are making that, putting the record up there, I was, it was a legitimate question. Do you really think that he's having an impact on the game just by him? Being in the lineup, even if he's playing whatever seven, eight, nine minutes a game, I, I, I think he, I think he does, but I don't think it's necessarily on, on the scoreboard. I, I personally would like to see him rip somebody's head off. Right, like uh, that would make me like win me over. I also don't I think don't, we need to play him every game. I, I, but... I don't think I don't think he's an anchor either. You know, like to me, it's just like Kohom. He's there, and yeah, it's good that he's there because you know, yeah, you want. I don't. Somebody- yeah, I don't think he fights enough to to have the impact people are saying. For sure, or even just yeah, like th- throw a big hit on somebody at a key time, that sort of thing. And it, you know, that's he's in a tough spot for us to judge him on that because when you're playing that limited amount of time, but that's your you've got to be your focus, right? Right. Is you know, and is so can we? Uh, instead of going to the calorie game, can we go all the way back to the Florida things? Go to go through the Kachuk thing because, yeah, I one Darren will know. Are the Kings going to play Florida again this year? One more time, yeah, yeah. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he better Lemieux if he's healthy. Better be in the lineup and better just ragdoll him. I don't care if he goes full claw Lemieux on him. I really don't. Yeah, I think he deserves. Can, 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 deserve can you bite him? Yeah. Come on, Joe. It, it's come on. They, they got to be good sports about it. Uh, yeah, no, that guy's a dirt bag, a hundred percent dirt bag. He's a great player by all accounts. Um, but 
deserves to have everything he has coming to him. I think he's, correct me if I'm wrong, probably the most disliked player in the NHL. And he's earned that, um, you know. Well, according to his brother, This is so ironic, too. Like, unlike Clavamu's son, Keith Kishchuk, I don't know as being, like, a dirty player. I know he's physical and stuff, but um, but apparently. I, 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 I blame their mom, whoever that is. Joe. I, I actually sent out the tweet. I don't know if you agree. It sounds like you agree. Um, what what Matthew Kachuk did is worse than what Brendan Lemieux did to Brady Kachuk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have to ponder that for a second. So so sticking stick your stick in a goalie's mask and turning the blade down the way he did it is worse out. than biting a guy's hand that's trying to gouge your eyes eye out okay so you put it in that context i i know that lemieux like bit his hand i didn't i don't know like i know that they were both on the on the ice uh wrestling around and stuff so i didn't you know whatever led up to him actually biting him or causing him to do that both are extremely childish hey! the i guess yes i'll agree with it now that i'm thinking about it just because of the fact that Matt Matthew or whatever the hell he goes by is standing on his feet and purposely, right? Honestly, not to make fun of Eric Parra, it is like a total Eric Parra type <laughs> shit. Like, just not to call out for like one just, of our fans. Yeah. Just, just nonsense. Like, who's doing that? Like, right. So, like, and, and, and you, you. It's funny because people are like, I don't think he purposely stuck. Like, I know he put his stick in his face, but I don't think he actually tried to purposely stick it through the mask. But he, there is no question, dude turns his blade so that it will go in there. And I know right. he wasn't looking, but we know how our blade, the, the shape people, of your blade. The works. people that are sitting there saying he's looking away, he's not doing it. I'm, I'm all... That's exactly dude. what makes it even more reckless. It, but, it's just to it, not it, have. So you tell me he's uncontrollably sticking his stick into someone's mask. I mean, it, whether and, and at the end of the day, it's, it ends up being innocuous because nothing happens as a quick or whatever. But that, like, there, like, there's literally zero uh, use for that in the sport. Point being is if two people are are engaging each other versus a guy's trying to make a be a goalie and just make the saves and you got some guy like trying right. to pull his and I don't think there was enough mentioned about he actually hit him right before like he put a stick on his helmet I know I know and, yeah. and then quick makes the save and then he puts the so stick does it again yes. into his yeah I, it's like. It, it was more than just one time that he actually made contact with his head. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, like that goes beyond like troll level where, you know, I, I'm sure I, I would be willing to bet a person that has that mentality is still probably sitting there, even after being suspended two games, like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, that wasn't a big deal. Haha, I got in their it, heads. It, it, I it, live it, in their it, heads. It, you know, he's right to a degree because nothing, nothing bad happened to quick, but, um, what happens if that stick does actually right. hit Quick's eye? And then I do think I would hope that he has enough remorse as a human being that he's like that was dumb. Like just it's just stupid. So the 
when we were six and six, which is how many games ago? Six games ago. Um, Brent Clark was playing his ninth game, and and we were talking, is he going to stay with the Kings? You know, fast forward now to six games later, he still hasn't played. Are we still all thinking he's going to play the tenth game and he's going to be an LA King this year? I think so. I don't think they would have uh, waited the five games of him not playing in NHL so they could use that loophole to let him so they can let him play in the AHL on a conditioning stint so that they can let him play in the yeah it's OHL juniors yeah so they can play in the World Juniors by then he'll have more experience and they'll let him play the rest of the season and we'll see where we're at maybe we make a trade by then so I do think they are not going to send him back to juniors and we'll he'll stay on the Kings all year he will be on the Kings yeah. So here's my question, Joe. I, let's get your take on this. No, let's go, Darren. Darren, no, I'm not trolling you. Is Brant Clark better than Sean Dersey? <clears throat> Honestly, your honest opinion. I think they are supremely close. I think Clark is probably this much better. I think. Did you say supremely close? Was that the what you used? They're they're, they're like, if I had to say, I, I think they are like our f- tied for fourth best defenseman on our team. Yeah. I hate your opinion. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Joe, you 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 have do you have an opinion on on Clark? I mean, I really don't like. I know we talked about this like the last uh, last one we did, but um, I don't. There's nothing to me that stands out to send him back or to keep him here. There's, to me, it's a wash. Which you know, be careful. I said that. I said that after like game four, and Rob got mad at me. Uh-huh. Well, but I yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Uh, I, I mean. He's he he's yeah, put it this way. I, I guess the thing is like I know you like to cra- like crack on Jersey, but it, I mean it's easy to it's, it's so easy to poke fun of a defenseman when when they get eaten up like and they're young and and, and he and in Jersey you know yeah, not that it matters it isn't really like I mean I don't think it's a fair comparison like one guy's supposed to have like a top level of talent even though he's younger than the other guy. Where the other guy just kind of came out of nowhere. I, I mean, um, but if you're asking, what was the original question Rod asked? To, to, or who? Just, is he gonna? Is he gonna be on the the original question? Is, yeah, is, so, is he gonna be an LA King or is or are we sending him down? Um, yeah, I mean, I would probably agree with Rod said. Like you're saying, like hold him over so he can play the World Juniors, which I don't even really see what benefit of that is, other than just to buy more time. In case That's of exactly a yeah. roster move or whatever, but um, but yeah, I mean, I, I at this point I don't really. And by the way, like I do think is from all accounts. And correct me if I'm wrong. Like he had like some serious damage done to his mouth, so it's not like they're just putting him, you know, on the sidelines because of a sore, whatever you want to call it. I mean, he has grill rearranged, so. It's not like it was like a minor injury. Am I wrong? No, 
No, I don't think it was so much his mouth injury. I I think we're, we're well, the timing. A, timing is definitely suspect, though. I mean, right, <laughs> but it's also one of those things. I think we're running into a Todd McClellan thing where, uh oh, we're starting to win, and I don't want to mess with the lineup. Yeah, I mean, um, bottom line is, I, I would, I yeah, I, I think I, I personally would. Me, if you're asking me, if I were coach or GM, whatever, I, I would keep him on the roster. I don't really see any benefit to sending him back down. But and. Will, and, will, will that happen? I, I yeah, I will say let's go ahead because I know I'm very verbose that they'll probably keep him on the roster. I, I, I hope so. Um, and and you know, I'm I'm choosing Jersey to be my my whipping boy, but um, I I think he's had moments. He's had deserved moments. Right, but right, but, so but see, to... here's the thing. I'm actually I'm not I'm kind of down on Edler a little bit. I'm down on his play a little bit. Sean Walker's He's not old. <laughs> yeah, I know. And 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 Sean Walker is, you know, he missed an entire season last season. I was hoping to see him get better. I I think we've played enough of this season for the rust to finally be off. And well, I well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to talk about getting rid of defenseman, I mean, he's he's the one that I would so I probably move at this point. So and Sean I liked him a lot. I did like him a lot. Like. I don't think you get rid of Roy for sure. No, not at all. Yeah, I, and and that's why I'm saying I I, can, I honestly and this isn't a troll. I think Brent Clark it is a second pairing with with Matt Roy. I think he we got Sean Dersey playing his offside right now with Roy. Why not put Clark there instead? I just think he's he he has just as much offensive upside as Dersey, but I don't think he is as bad as Jersey is defensively. And then now what that does is now maybe you could put Jersey down on the third pairing, maybe, maybe give Edler a lot more rest because Jersey's upside, you know, put him third line pairing, cut down his minutes, but let him continue to play the power play because he clicks on the power play. Jersey has yeah, I, his skills, you know. I, I like that line of thinking totally. You know? the because the, the young the young guy's gotta come up and um, you know, I don't think Edler's been bad by any means, but uh, you want your young guys to t take over. I mean, yeah, right. this is probably Edler's last year, or or better yet, put Edler put Dursey down on the third pairing with Edler, put Dursey back on the right side, and maybe we ship off Sean Walker. I, I mean, I would do that. I mean, I think he's he's the person that is the most likely to be moved yeah whether and i don't think they're getting much out of a trade for him and he could probably go on and be a good player somewhere else too i think <laughs> he just got wrecked like too many times in a short period of time but i tell you what there is value in in sean walker regardless of if he's not producing points or anything like that he is an experienced right-handed shot defenseman that's only making 2.6 million dollars for there, sure, there, yeah. there's a ton of teams out there that would love to take his experience and he plays a relatively uh, mistake-free game. Yeah, I think right now what's what's helping what's helping the the Kings in the standings because we are fighting for that playoff spot. Um, we've played more games than anybody, so our our point total is a little misleading. You know, we got we got twenty one points. Do we got twenty three now because of the win, or is it still twenty one? We have twenty three. Twenty three. 
Yeah, okay. So we got yeah, like the lowest like point percentage of like any team that's in the right. But Kraken the Kraken have has like three games in hand. The Oilers have three games in hand on us. You know, Calgary's still above five hundred. I'm a little worried about, you know, people catching us if we go on, on cold streaks. Where are we gonna fit in on the playoffs? Um what's helping us is the central's just terrible. But it was. But now when when I wanted to talk about this, Rodney, they were a lot worse. Colorado has won some games now, right. you know, in the last ten. Um but Minnesota being a five hundred team, Nashville being below five hundred, the blues stinking it up right now. They're in last place in the central. All those teams right there off to the slow start means I th- really think it means the Pacific's going to have a wild card team, unlike last year. Last year, the, the Pacific didn't have a wild card team. So that, that helps our cause. Um, what doesn't help our cause is the Kraken. And, and we talked really briefly. I think Darren agrees with this too. They're a young team. So I'm hoping kids like uh, Beneers and, and Wright playing an entire man schedule of 82 games against full-grown men, maybe around the 50th, 60th game, they're just done and they quit and they nosedive and here's hoping and, and just, and leave the playoff conversation. So you always got to do some standing watching, you know, cause that's, that's the name of the game. We, we got to be in a standing spot to make the playoffs. So you know, I, I remember in years past, I would look at the standings, and the Kings would be less games played than other teams. I'm like, oh, they just have to win two out of the next five games. Well, they have to win those next two right. out of five games. When you have them in the bank already, you correct won those. So I, I yeah, you can look at it two different ways. But bottom line is, the Kings are uh, what? What are they? Three, four games ahead. Four games, games above five hundred. Yep. Yeah, I mean they're in a good spot. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they're they're in a better spot than you know whoever's five hundred or I think Calgary was was five hundred until they beat us the other night. But bottom line is all this stuff's going to shake out. I mean the Kings could fall flat on their face. Any of these teams can, and somebody is going to like you know fizzle out at some point. Um, but I'm not worried at this point. I think the Kings. Yeah. A playoff team, regardless. So as as of tonight, the Kings have sixty four goals for, sixty four goals against. They're finally all right. even because yeah, all, all all year long they were in the negative on that differential. I hated yep. it, but uh, I think that was mostly because they had like two, like three plus crazy two games. or three, yeah. yeah, like where we lost by three, four, five goals, yeah. and it's like, and I think they've showed a stat tonight where we have seven one goal games all where right, we yeah. win. So we a few minutes. Let's go into the. Schedule upcoming games. Go for it. All right. So our upcoming schedule, uh, finishing out the road trip, uh, at Vancouver, back to back nights, Friday night, Vancouver, Saturday at Seattle, kind of, kind of important games there. We, we'd like to see us beat, uh, Vancouver since they're, you know, not all that great and definitely need a better effort against Seattle. Cause they kicked our butt the first time we played yes, them. Yes, for then, sure. Then we come home for a real quick game against the Rangers, and they're as advertised. I personally, I think they're the best team in the East when it's all said and done. 
Um, You're not a fan of the Devils? Well, you know, I, I said what I said. Um, <laughs> then we, we head on up to uh, San Jose on the 25th, and I'll actually be in San Jose on that day. I don't know if I'm going to go to the game, but um, then we come back home. Ottawa, Seattle, Arizona. I'm telling you, we Ottawa's not playing all that great, and I love our games against Ottawa. By the way, we always oh, it's always fun have some feist games, right? Um, that Arizona game, even though they're playing well, it's a game I expect us to win. So if we could take care of Seattle, treat them like an expansion team, when you know because we play them twice, you know, beat up on Ottawa, beat up on Arizona, beat up on Vancouver. That that just leaves the Rangers and San Jose always plays us tough. I think this is a winnable stretch. I think so too. Be a good chance to pick up a few points here. Seven game stretch here that I think we really can catch fire here and and get some points. For sure. What game worries you the most, Rodney? None of them. Okay, you're not worried. I'm not worried. Darren, you worried? You worried about any of it? I'm more worried about. No, the probably just a letdown performance against San Jose, like you said. We always. Let them hang around. They always like to yeah, beat us Didn't up, they but... just beat the uh, the Knights the other day? Yeah. yeah. Yes, they did. And it cost me. I had money on the game, too. I was so upset. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think it's uh, that back-to-back Vancouver, Seattle is probably like the the toughest like so, combo the, set of games. Yeah, this week. Like, I'll be in Vegas but... for both those games. There you go. For the second LA Kings fan talk meet and greet. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Joe, what what are you worried about those seven those seven games? Um, not worried about any of them. I, it's long season, so yeah. yeah. Hey Joe, here. Joe's got two Stanley Cups. He doesn't care. He's not worried about any games. Uh, I mean, bottom line is like they're probably gonna lose a, a few of those games you expect them to win. It, you know, that's usually how it goes. And yeah. who knows? They could they they could lose lose uh, more than half of those, and the, at the end of the at the end of that seven game stretch, they're still going to be above five hundred. So uh, yeah, as long as as long as that's what I was hoping. Like last time we talked about the stuff, to stay net positive and get a little bit of run, which they did. They won four games in a row. Now you're 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 kind of in a position where you got a little bit of a uh, uh, cushion. But yeah, uh, none of them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't pay attention to the other teams in the league enough to really have a right. I think they'll lose to the Canucks because I know they lost like eight <laughs> lose their first eight games. They'll probably lose that game. All right, Kings fans, that's our show for today. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and stay classy. Until next time, go Kings, go. Go Kings. Go Kings.